what's going on? What's going on, listeners? How y'all doing? Oh, I'm loving this theme song. I like it. I don't know what you're thought. It's still growing on me, but I think that... It, yeah, I'm going to give it some time, for give sure. It, give it some time here. So, how's it going? Good, good, good. How you doing, bitch? I'm doing all right. You know, just same old, same old. Living a life. Living a life. Well, welcome, everyone, to episode two of Cold Pop. Woo! Yeah. We're back. So much was going on this week. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so much. Hopefully you enjoyed episode one and hopefully you shared it with someone cold pop, which is a cool, crisp, refreshing take on the world of pop culture. So why not go ahead and jump right into things? Um, what the hell happened this weekend? Yeah, let's talk about it. You go first, because I do shit. <laughs> yeah, and like I think that is the same for me. I did not do anything. I usually try to fill my week with my weekend with stuff, mm-hmm. and that's how this weekend started. But just I guess as like the turn of events, things kind of just went to uh, came to a screeching halt. I think on Saturday morning. Wait, why? Well, you know I was supposed to go film. I'm oh. doing the project, and I was supposed to go film, and then that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. The location got canceled out, mm-hmm. um, or it was already booked, or something weird like that. So I spent most of that Saturday here. Had a very very late dinner with the Bay. I was gonna uh, say, were you in bed by yourself? No, 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 no. So we um we hung out Saturday night and made dinner. It was like twelve o'clock at night. Um, oh. So just like you know, a little late night candlelight, <laughs> give them to them right. Yeah, Y'all real grown. So, huh? Yeah, real grown. Me and my old man. Um, and then Sunday was also very chill for some reason. I, yeah, it was just a very chill weekend. We went and did brunch at one of our friends' house and kind of just sat out on the patio. It was and, cute. You know that kind of thing. And so it was pretty chill. Like I said, I caught up on some really good tv one of the shows that i started back this weekend was handmaid's tale okay and it just felt so good to get back in it and to see exactly where where these characters were it picks up right where season one left off okay and so with so no flash forward no anything. no flash forward this show really does focus on a lot of flashbacks and so even if you are not necessarily as well versed in the history of the characters and things like that you can pick up some things and you were able to do that within season two they mm-hmm. kind of picked up where the, the story left off but then they also added some pieces of context to let you know where the characters were came before they got to this place so it was really good to get back into that and um all the all of the cast was back it was good to see all of my fun faces elizabeth moss who i love um the guy that plays her husband he has a really weird name but he's really cute yeah um, i just remember so, him from looking so yeah yeah he's uh, he played franken looking that's mm-hmm. right yeah so it was good to see him back hey boo you know hey, i babe. keep track of mine um so all of that was fun and yeah like that was that was sunday Okay. So. I didn't really do much. I binged watched the show too. You know, I was real laid back and just kind of sat at home. Um, I ended up binge watching Lost in Space, the new Lost in Space on Netflix, which was actually really good. Um, I think we mm-hmm. always think of Lost in Space and the Robinsons as this generic white family, and they kind of turned that on its head. This I just season. remember it being a movie. Wasn't it a movie? It was a or movie something? and okay. a series, and then they did like a spoof. There was a spoof of it with Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen, Ugh. and they did 
some kind of spoof on that. I forgot what it was. But this new one is actually really good because um, one of the daughters is black. And then oh. another, another one of the, um, the guys, Don, who's in the original cast, he's Hispanic, I assume. And so okay. they kind of switched it up a little bit. And then a lot of the other characters, like there's some Indian characters, some Asian characters and stuff like that. You're talking about Galaxy Quest was the spoof? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I remember that movie. Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And gotcha. so it was really good. You know, I um, ended up, I was trying, I watched one. One episode, and then you know that rabbit hole. Just what one turned into three. It will do it to you. Three turned into nine. Next thing you know, I'm ten episodes deep, but I'm Honey, like, we can't stop now. Can't stop. Won't stop. A full <laughs> weekend spent. Done. So. Done and done. So that's all I did this weekend. Not much. Nice. Yeah. I hope. I hope to fill my weekend with more productive things, and like I think I need to be a better. Um, I need to check in better with myself of like, okay, what have you done this weekend? What could you get done? So. I'm not too worried about it. You know, it was what it was. Sometimes you need self-care. Take care you of do. yourself. Relax. Escape from the world. Maybe next weekend I'll do something. Maybe next weekend I won't. We'll see. All right. Anything else for what no, the hell? No, no, no. Let's get into church announcements. Yes. I'm not gonna sing for y'all. Cause you know I will give it to you. you I will pay. shout all through this. Mm, through this, this is house. For church. <laughs> I will shout all through this house. So. All right, church announcements. What you got? Um, church announcements. So one of the goals, the things that I've been trying to work on, um, within this year is fitness. That is something that I've Up been really in the gym, just, just working. On yes, little Fergie. Um, so that has been huge for me with summer quickly approaching. Um, you wouldn't think it. But it's here before it'll be here before you know it. So I've decided to do the whole 30 again again. So um, the whole 30 is a meal resetting plan for those who are not familiar with it. And I would suggest everyone Google it uh, because it really is. It really is a pretty cool program. I think people hear it initially and they, they back off. This is my third time doing the whole 30 and I've been able to actually lose a lot of weight and keep it off. By doing the whole 30. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to get on my Instagram um, at Trent Rashad, shameless <laughs> plug, you can kind of see the progression of my whole 30 experience from March 2016 to now. It's made to teach you a little bit about food and how you can make substitutes right. for certain things. And so, with this plan, you can eat really only meat, fruits, vegetables eggs, and potatoes. That's pretty much it. So that means you have to stay away from bread and, you know, grains like rice and things like that. You have to stay away from uh, dairy. You have to stay away from added sugars. So you have to stay away from alcohol, Mm -hmm. uh, legumes. So you can't like have beans. You You can't have chickpeas. You can't have a lot of those (laughs) things. You've seen me do... It gives you a chance to be creative. You've you've seen me cook up some things and whip up some things in this house. Come on, Rachel. You know know I have. I'm going to be like Chrissy Teigen and give you a (laughs) a cookbook. But uh, I think... You know, it's it's taught me a lot about food and what I'm putting into my body and how I don't necessarily have to have certain things. I've done it and I'm one week down. Mm-hmm. I have four slash three to go. I'm sorry, three weeks um, to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's coming it's coming along. I think with this being the third time, you would figure third time's the charm. It's easy. It, it doesn't get easier in the face of temptation. Like I said, we went out to brunch this past Sunday, but it was 
you know, I did feel a little left out with people toasting it up with wine and whiskey and uh, champagne and, you know, all of those things. So um, that takes a little bit of willpower as well as changing the mind and conditioning the mind. But it's it's coming there and I'm already seeing changes. You see you see this clavicle. Come on, get into it. <laughs> I wish we were filming this. Because I'm giving you an off-the-shoulder. I'm giving you a cute Monique Hart off-the-shoulder. A nice little peplum. Shout out to Miss Monique Hart. Off-the-shoulder type. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you Naomi from Mama's Family. Do you remember Mama's Family where Naomi, she would always just have those off-the-shoulder pieces. Those off-the-shoulder ones. Or you're giving us um, Old Girl from Greece at the very end. Sandy, yes. I would give you a Sandy pedal pusher with a honey. Come on. Um, well, my only church announcement this week is that um, shout outs to the IMDb page finally going Praise official. Official. Look at you. I wasn't even really worried about it, and then I looked on it the other day because um, he's a star. Right. Got credits on there. Now oh, I, that's right. I just need to put a photo up. Come and, on. And who knows that a photo costs monties? Yeah. Don't have it, so we're gonna be a little photoless for a little late, a little okay. longer. But we'll get there. But Look at you. That's my only church announcement. We're doing big things. Finally got more than one credit on IMDb official credits so she's an actress honey Let come on she's an actress so. she's an actress mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll get you a little headshot up there we'll get you rocking and rolling so you gotta give um, me 1249 so. they said 1249 a month for that rocking and rolling headshot okay so that i'm not gonna be on imdb do. pro can we just not pull a google images link no man to it because it's just like any in your description profile. like mm-hmm. let's just put if you want to see what i look like <laughs> click on <laughs> So so, click on Google Images, right? Like anything. Mm-mm. So we're gonna we're gonna table that, and okay. we're gonna get there. But right now, I'll be a faceless IMD profile. And if you want to see me, get to the website marcusdrewstill.com. Come on, shameless plug. Yes, you can get all into the smelling and goodness. Come on, let's so, talk about it. Boom. That's the we're only good. church announcement I have. Well, nice. Well, let's go ahead and get tardy for the party really quick. We really need to get the lyrics to those verses. Uh, shout out to they stopped filming on Tardy for the party because of this whole Kim debacle. Oh, really? They sure did. Oh, I did not know that. I read it the other day, and it was like Kim Zosiak has stopped filming on the oh, new season sh- of Tardy for the Tardy for the party. So wait a minute, she has stopped filming, or Bravo said? Bravo said. Eh. We're going to take a little bit of a breather. Well, honey, when I tell you Andy gave her letters of regrets in that bathroom. Andy was not playing. He was like, all mm-hmm. your shit was negative. So, <laughs> it was so rude. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they oh, wow. kind of stopped the filming on that. I want to read a little bit more into that. I mean, that's really unfortunate it. because I think and I think that it's that's it's good that you say that because I think that the rest of the housewives on Atlanta had made a case and have said, you know, why does Kim Zosiak, why does she keep being rewarded for this poor behavior? Mm -hmm. She shows up, she shows up late to their shoots. She, you know, is not, she's not participatory. There's Mm -hmm. a lot, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that people are getting, that we're getting upset about. And then what she said after the reunion, that whole little spill about how, you know, you've got these five black women attacking me. You know, racism is not that prevalent You're never going to get a white woman on on, an all-black show. Yeah, it's it's just... girl... It's good to see... Well, I'm I'm glad to see that they're actually taking some action with that, so... They're going to pull a... 
Phaedra and the Charade. Well, child, we're going to have to find That's a new name it. for this segment. Then, well, they, <laughs> and you know what? We just might. Because they will not be. <laughs> right. We don't want to give anybody that. a platform. Right. So, so what you got? Um, well, yeah. So speaking of headshots and IMDb and all of that stuff. Everybody was tardy for the party for Old Headshot Day. I wasn't. I'm a what, trendsetter. I mean, honey. what was happening with Old Headshot Day? Like, it was like a week. Old I'm, Headshot I'm right. <laughs> Celebration Week. It turned from a day into like a week. But so. what made me mad, number one, is that people were not putting up headshots. It was just mm-hmm. like throwbacks. Right. This is a let throwback me throw this, Let me throw this throwback Polaroid of me. At the club. At the club. And we're going to call it Old Headshot Day. Pop. No, ma'am. No. Like, that's not what this is about. <laughs> that's not. This is a. This is made, you know, for those people who actually spent that money on those headshots. And it's not cheap. And, right, because <laughs> it's not know. cheap. Because you, we need those headshots seen, mm-hmm. okay? You, me and you both know that We've we come there. in, we give those headshots, and sometimes we don't know what happens to them. They could be thrown in the trash. And they probably are. Or and they probably away. are, or shredded. Mm-hmm. Um, probably lying in some birdcage. cage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, you know, I think it was it was funny to see how long that went on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like people are still putting up old No, they're shots. still doing it today. Yeah, it's y'all, it's over. On. So, you know, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's done with. Right. Um, but, I mean, I feel like we all missed it. Like, we all missed it. But My um, shot was cute. It was a nice little 2011. One of my first. I was on a nice little bench honey. with an old nasty... Uh, Button down with the tie undone, you know, giving I'm you trying a, to decide if I'm gonna nice give your headshot a toot or a boot. Uh what? It is definitely a toot. It was one of my very first uh, photo shoots. And you will not believe who did the photo shoot. Oh, I know who did the photo shoot. That okay. looked like some handiwork of uh one of our uh undergrads. She killed it. Yeah, she She's cute. got a whole photography business. Q now. did it. Yeah. It looked like her handiwork. Yeah, she killed it. You I'm know? not gonna say anything let's not say anything about the photography. I'm saying about the subject. What I don't know if me? I'm gonna give you a two to boot. What or about not. I think you've come into your own for sure. You most definitely come into your own. You most definitely blossomed. I've seen your old headshot. Oh, honey, and you know she was. (laughs) She was sitting. You was over here giving BBs a hard banana. When I tell you, I was unbothered. And it was a like, very close, it was a close up. Once again, ladies, you can go, ladies and gentlemen, go to Instagram at Trenton Rashad and you will go and see my old headshot. I will give you, because it's a headshot, number right. one. Right, but I, I okay. no, and you, it was it's literal, a headshot. it was a literal it's a headshot. headshot. And I cropped it, but, and I also have a portfolio of other uh, photos from that shoot. Headshot. Because I, honey, I was giving it to you, so, so you can't. Boot my shit. And I was I wasn't gonna boot it, yeah, but I, know I was living in mine. Yeah. So it was nice backdrop. I was giving you what I could afford outfit wise at that point in time. <laughs> like and a I nice said, budget, little nasty. Budget has most definitely come up right. since then. And I can afford a few wardrobe changes yes, now, but back sure. then I had to pull some pieces from the collection known as Marcus Drusil's closet. Yes. And make it work. Yes, no, honey. I had on Sheba Charade. That's what I had on. <laughs> the spring joggers, summer. Joggers. <laughs> uh, some joggers. Yes. Uh, it still looked good. It still looked good. All right. Oh, what else you got for Tardy? Um, so, Tardy for the Party, I think one of the things, and then we talked about this a little bit last week. So <laughs> we talked about this a little bit last week um, in terms of Tardy for the Party, but we talked about scandal, how to get away with murder, and all of those things. So, I did make a dent in those this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really only able to get through the crossover episode right. of Scandal. And we and, finished How to Get Away with Murder. And we did finish How to Get Away with Murder. So, that was done. And I'm glad that I got that 
off of my plate. Um, but it's like a reward. You know, it is a reward. A um, I'm, I'm still trying to get ready to finish Scandal. For I'm some reason, I'm not it. excited. I mean, neither. I'm, I'm not excited to do it. And I think that is just in terms of the writing of you know where the show has gone mm-hmm. um, within these last couple of episodes. I've just not been biting to figure out what's happening. So let's focus on just the crossover episode. Yeah, let's do that. So So let's talk about that. What do we think about the Scandal episode first? So Scandal episode, um, and it's really hard for me to differentiate between the two. At first, it was living in a place of uh, if you go to like that Will and Grace, you remember that Will and Grace episode, the very first episode of them being at the White House? To me, it might as well have been that. It might right. like, who is dreaming? What fantasy mm-hmm. is Annalise Keating meeting the pre- the president of the United States and the past president of the United States and is like going up before the Supreme Court? Like, in what world is all of this happening? Uh, it seemed to ground a little bit more once we got into episode two in terms of all of the people that were like trying to help her and. So in the How to Get Away with Murders episode. Yeah, so okay. it, it seemed to ground a little bit more when um, you had people that were like trying to hop in once the right. once the case started gaining traction. It was right. like this idea of like, oh, now the NAACP wants in or this group wants in, the women's movement. Like everyone wants in now. Mm-hmm. You know, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They no, all on me. Right, so, Paul you know, Long. no, honey, Mike Jones. Mike, Mike Jones, you, yeah. Do your research. Ah, that's right. But anyway, so it was that. Um, in in the second episode, it started to gain a little bit more traction. But I think for me, where it got real and where I got glued in mm-hmm. was the hair lot. Uh, was the hair salon oh, scene? That's everybody, honey. They when they started that's throwing all kind of shade, shade was real. I mean, I was ducking. I had my umbrella. Did out. you see the hairdressers? There was like, oh, oh, there's like, uh, let's we uh, a- purse. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, uh, purse. We're gonna go um, over here, honey. They, they said we're gonna let y'all just finish that. Cause... No, that was a very real moment, and that was a very realistic moment. I thought. Oh yeah. And you know, I think what I loved so much about the crossover was that these were two titans that could definitely handle themselves, and to see them put in the room. I love how she made them enemies at first, and mm-hmm. then they kind of developed a relationship as you know the crossover episodes went on but like they butt head butted heads throughout most of the scandal it episode. was so odd it was so weird because i think and you know knowing what i know about black women and their interactions and things like that it was funny to see annalise um her makeup stepped up in this episode mm-hmm. when she got around olivia her mm-hmm. hair stepped up she was like no this bitch ain't about to upstage right. me let me go squeeze my tiny ass up in this. But then you also saw Olivia try to get a little more hood, a little more yeah, like, to kind of like really like kind of get on Annalise. You know, in the whole episode, I ain't never seen Olivia get her hair done anywhere. Right. And so right. she was like, "Let me make sure I take her by right the the black salon." That was definitely sure. an Annalise thing because we've seen Annalise get her hair done in the beauty all the time. Shop. We've seen Annalise take her wig off. We've seen Child. look, honey, take makeup off, <laughs> honey, put on a bonnet like get a she's pressing curl exactly. Honey. Get a wash and set. Nothing uh, for anybody. But it was just really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Olivia, you know, you struck a chord with me because, I mean, I personally don't see anything wrong with the Megabus. I love the Megabus. Megabus that got me many places. I thought of you when she said that to us. Oh, no, you did not. not. She really goes through the Megabus. And I I will be, look, this podcast is sponsored by Megabus. (laughs) 
Okay? Take you where you want, where you to, want go. to go. Okay? She really um, did try to come for the mega bus. I yes. said, oh, not the mega bus. No, she most definitely did. Um, My other favorite moment of the crossovers was when they were actually in the Supreme Court. And, you know, she was basically failing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she had Michaela. Michaela's the good Judy. You know, Michaela will go and get whatever is necessary. She's the teacher's pet for sure. She, she still wants was. to be loved and right. accepted. But she got that little that um decision, the ruling from way back when, and then she used it against Oh, the, when she the, gave that like, to him, she said, these are not my words, these are yours. She said, game, set, match. <laughs> Knocked it out. And right. it was like, oh, okay. I had so no choice. Back. Yeah, so. Um, but it was good. Expensive. I also love the Marcus and Michaela situation. I didn't. You know, I'm not I here didn't. for Asher like that. I mean, mm. we have to think about Asher's um, come up. And he has made some strides and things like that. Um, you know, I still don't even like Asher because I can't forgive him for leaving uh, Daya in Orange is the oh, New Black, <laughs> honey. I can't. I still can't. Wrong show. Uh, it don't matter. It's still him. Still It's in his character. I still can't forgive him for that. I so can't. I can't. That's, we ain't never going to be cool. I didn't, The only reason why I didn't really like the whole Marcus and Michaela thing is because... I felt like it was too convenient. I felt no, like I liked it, and know, that's but that is what happens when it is people mess around when when it is convenient. It is convenient. These are the people that you are hanging out with. Well, no, 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 no. I don't mean like convenient in the sense of oh, we're just in the car together, and you know you're really attractive. I'm really attractive. Let's do this. I thought it was very I, when I say convenient, like for the sake of the story that was being told. I think it was just really convenient to kind of give her something to do because clearly she was up there with them in DC or down there with them in DC. And so she needed some kind of little small story arc. I would have much rather seen them maybe have that sexual tension throughout the whole thing, but never really like go all the way. Mm -mm. I needed Marcus to get some because, you know, after Melly, he needed, he needed some, um, healing for his soul. That's true, but I, I guess the reason why I say that, that sexual tension, because since Scandal is over, I would have loved to see him come over to How to Get Away with Murder. You know, to kind of, I don't want to say Phil West's shoes because nobody can do that, oh, but no, to be to another kind of player in that field. And I would have loved to been to see that now. So now just have the dynamic of, oh, here comes Marcus, but now, oh, okay, I still have to like, be faithful to Asher and kind of see Michaela deal with that issue. I think that probably would have been the better storyline for her. And so the crossover would have been a setup and then carried yeah, over to the next I season. don't know. Like I said, I liked it being just like a little one and done. It was convenient. It that's was a moment. A and that's what it was. Oh, so what we're not going to do is throw names once upon a time, and throw stones. Not long ago. I was a hoe and I'm admitting it. I won't take it back. Cause I did the shit. He was a and Mariah Lynn, that is a, you. And that's, and <laughs> no, that's your that's now. You. That was my once upon a time, but that's your now, no, sweetheart. No, and that's where we're going to go with that. But I really like that. Um, for the whole, during the crossover episode, I think this is just like the weirdo in me. But I was like, where could we go with Cicely Tyson's character and Glenn uh, Thurman's character, Nate's daddy, mm-hmm. if he was released, like where could we go with these two? No, because she's already a... married and already. They not married though. Together, they're still together. They together, but they not married. It's just I think that that is 
a situation of convenience. They're around for the babies. They're shacking up because of the children. The children is grown. She needs, and you know that she needs help. She does. But she ain't writing them in, and he ain't really writing them in. So where could these two go in developing a friendship, possible uh, relationship? And Nate Nate Sr. is not even out of jail. He won a chance for an appeal on his case. Well, honey, we're going to make sure that he gets out of jail. And Cicely could have brought him some of whatever she was trying to give Annalise. He could have brought that over there to the uh, to the jailhouse. So, okay. But that's tardy for the party. Um, stay tuned for more updates in regards to scandal season finale, and if I finish it or not. <laughs> right, because it may not happen. Right. All right. Moving on. Let's do this. All right. So here's what I propose. We're moving on to Fizzer Flat, and this sounds like somebody. Okay. Those are my. That's my. Come pop. on, GFX. That's my pop. Sound effects. SF, SFX. Yeah, you tried it. So uh, so what we're going to do for Fizzer Flat this episode is we're going to do sort of a lightning round because we have a lot to cover. Um, Fizzer Flat, we usually talk about a lot of things that happen in pop culture, whether or not we liked it or whether or not they kind of fell flat. Um, so to get into it. Basically, Twitter exploded last week, and <laughs> one of the reasons why was That's a good word for it, exploded. Right, because there was just so many things going on, so Baby. many moving parts, and it was like one thing after another. You know, things always happen in three. It was like the social media apocalypse was about to take place. People, like, I love that one of the memes I saw was like, Ja was like, I'm, most, oh, I'm yeah. one of the most influential rappers of all time. Somebody was like... Ja, not today. Not We're dealing with too much today. Please, <laughs> right. not now. Not now. Oh my gosh. We'll get to you. Why don't you move over here right. so I can get there? Because we're not we're not dealing with you. Okay, so first up, the first thing that happened, Shania Twain. Lord. Shania Twain started twinning, trending on social media because of the comments that she said in an interview about how if she could vote, that she would have voted for Donald Trump. First off, I had forgotten that Shania Child. was Canadian. I really didn't forget she was Canadian. <laughs> but then I remembered. I was like, oh, okay, she's Canadian. But then she backtracked because she was starting to get all this flack. And she said she was caught off guard. And that's no, not what she meant. I was nope. like, girl, you gave a full-on complete Don't backpedal and, and in pop now. Right. No. I said, album sales. Album right. sales That's matter. what she's thinking about. And so let's give me a fizzle flat on that and tell me why the lightning round. That's most definitely short. a flat. If she want to feel like a woman, you can't go around talking about, I'm a vote for the man that's sitting around grabbing pussies. You can't do that. If you want to feel the attraction, do what you hear, do what I did. No, you can't do none of that. So she gets a flat. <laughs> I love it. I'm also going to give her a flat because that don't impress me much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not through the whole you know, And we will because we are discography. That, we're that culture. Get with us. Yes. I'm not here for it. I felt like, you know, I don't care who you support, but stand by your answer. You know, don't backtrack because people, you know, it's hurting your album sales now because you know you out here trying to promote this last album that you haven't had in 15 years, right. girl. So that is definitely going to damage that. So I give her a flat. And how are you going to go on RuPaul right. Drag Race Thank and you. then try to Thank be you. like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to vote for Trump. Thank girl. you. Okay. And the, the, even more the getcha gotcha, there was another meme or a gift that was like, when Cameron Michaels was like, you're the reason why I did drag and Shania was just like, Oh, you're doing fine, sweetie. <laughs> she was Girl. like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not here for us. Right. She was not here for it Keep at it all. Moving. And so I thought that was kind of a little bit of a smack in the face. 
All right, moving on. After the Shania Twain thing happened, then Kanye West decided he wanted to get on Twitter and voice his support for Donald Trump. Look at my African-American. <laughs> you know, this was just way, 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 way oh, too much. Gosh. And so just to kind of give a quick little overview of what happened. So basically, Kanye was on Twitter talking about Obama didn't do nothing for Chicago in the years that he was in. In the eight years that he was in. Right. And, you know, people started coming People started coming for him right oh, for after sure. that. And then after he said that, he followed up more tweets with like pictures of people from the Republican Party talking about how him and Donald Trump have the same dragon energy, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't... Blood. That... <laughs> Miss me with yeah, that. Yeah, that really did take me to a place. I didn't know we were in the wizarding world of Harry Potter right uh, now. Dragon but, tales, right? dragon tales. But whatever. And so then after he did that, Chance the Rapper decided he wanted to chime in and defend Kanye. <sighs> and so then people were telling Chance, Chance, this is not the Time, shut up like sit down you, about you to get over here and let me get there because you are doing too much but chance really and like that was the thing i i, I want to i had to go back because he was talking basically about he just he basically said black people don't, don't have, have to, to be, be democrats, democrats which number one is true, true. okay that's very Fact. true they don't have to be but this is not the time of, for that <laughs> right and, and this is not to be partisan about you know like you know, being bipartisan or whatever, but this is the type fundamental. of right. This is the fundam the fundamental. Fun okay, Medea. Right, fundamental. Get, get me together. Oh my gosh. Okay, Medea. Let's sound it out. Um, but these are the fundamentals of like voter education of what right. needs to happen. Um, and so I didn't necessarily have a problem with the statement. I think it was in the context in which it came, which brought everyone to a screeching halt of like, Chance, wait, what are you doing? Right. Um, and so for me, I didn't take as much issue with it, but I knew that it was in terms of in support to Kanye. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really take much issue with it either, but it was just a whole like, Chance, you're going to dig yourself in a hole here. Please do not do that because yeah. we like you. Like, don't do that. And somebody and somebody on that team got him together and said, right. don't say shit Somebody's like, put, else. put the weapon down. Twitter jail, <laughs> like right now. Put it down. Give me your phone. Right, give me your phone. Um, and so then after Chance spoke, then Janelle Monet and John Legend yes. came out and was like, right. got Kanye all the way together. And was like, no, I don't agree with this. Like, Kanye, what are you doing? And then John had even like texted Kanye and was talking, you know, dude, what are you doing? And so then Kanye posted the personal text messages yeah. online for everybody so then john had to respond again and talk about oh so we posting private messages why don't we go ahead and let them know i got a new song out too yeah while you at it and then like this whole idea of like kim kardashian like giving him mm. i mean and i know girl tammy wynette stand by your man you better stand hold him down by your yes man. but like where do we draw the line like her whole thing about Kanye is thinking he's years ahead of his time and all of that stuff. Well, wait, where was all of this when weren't you supporting Hillary Clinton? Like, wasn't that something that you were looking at? So I'm I'm just confused on how all of that came about within the Kardashian West household. Right. And so then to kind of maybe distract, she decided to post some like naked photos on Instagram. Right. Yet again, yeah. I was just like, girl, this don't, don't do, don't. Just don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, and so, what are you giving this? Fizz or a flat? And why? For Kanye, yes. I'm most definitely getting him uh, a uh, flat. Okay. Okay, because ultralight beams need to come on and just swoop this. Well, no, we so. need to get a camera flash on him. To get him out of the second place is what we need. Because right now, he's in there, stuck. They Chris Jenner, I put a spell on you. I don't know what happened. Hocus I don't know focus. what's going on over there. 
So, okay, moving on. Beyond all of that, Meek Mill got out of prison. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Lukewarm. No, Luke and I warm. totally get that. No, and I'm glad because I know that there were some things going on with the case, with the with the actual judge. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get that. I applaud that. I don't know if we. I mean, is it a celebration? I'm just oh, so I'm just I will just say this. I'm giving that a a majority flat as well because okay, okay I get it. I understand that he there there are things there are rules and laws with our prison system that definitely need to be reformed and he should not have been in jail sure. to begin with. Um I don't know I know that he was on probation from a gun charge or whatever right. from and when he was he 19 violated that or whatever probation. and he violated that probation. What I I guess I'm a little confused on is um you've got to be you've got to be very careful about putting yourself in certain situations when you know that there are things at risk when your mm-hmm. livelihood is at risk. And so hopefully this will be a lesson for him and hopefully he'll be able to help fight towards getting other people out of prison who are wrongfully incarcerated for, for, for very mild infractions, you know? And so And that would I be dope. It, and but... I think that that would be dope. I think that that would be, you know, what I would love to see him do as well. Right. Do I think that that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Uh... I'm going to give you an I don't know on that. Okay. We, look, like I said... Um, I know that there's been talk about, yeah, he's going to help, like, one of his friends get out of jail or something like that, but... I don't know how. I, right. Not when you, you know... You have to go here. back to trial yourself right. in the summer, this summer. And so. now when you up here getting, you know, posted on social media with your two fingers up and piece up A-Town down. So... Uh, you know, um, so basically he, he got out of jail. As soon as he got out of jail, one of, like, the owners from either the Philadelphia 76ers or... The New England Patriots or whatever came with their little private helicopter, flew him to the arena for a basketball They're game. Like, what? Kevin Hart met him there. It was like a homecoming celebration. I mean, I get it, but like at the same time, mm. yeah. I mean, like I said, is it a celebration? It, it's yeah. It's it's a small celebration. I'm glad to see him out. Do I think that this is going to be prolonged and like he's going to be on the straight and narrow? I don't. I don't know. So fizz or flat? Um. I'm gonna give it a a little fizz. I'm gonna give it um I'm gonna give it a B2K little fizz. <laughs> uh huh. Tell me what you. Oh, <laughs> I don't even remember the words to that. I, I want to give it just a mild flat, not like a hard flat, but just I want to see more. Like mm-hmm. I will be more impressed if he's able to follow through with helping. Right there, there we go. That's that's the bingo. That is it. That will be the impression factor. Um, okay. Also, what happened on Twitter? Apparently, do you know who Charlie Rose is? Charlie Rose? You're talking about older than Methuselah. Charlie Rose <laughs> look like Charles Heston. Charlie Rose. Let, let my people go. Charlie look like Rose. Charlie Hodge. Charlie Rose. Charlie I think I, I think that's who it is, honey. If you really She's want to know. man drag. Yes. Um, so for all those who don't know who Charlie Rose is, he was a anchor on CBS this morning. But then, of course, he got you know. Fired basically because of the Me Too movement and doing inappropriate things with women and stuff like that. But now apparently they're talking about, and I read this from a page six article, so I'm not quite sure if this was actually true or not, but they were talking about how that they're planning to give him a show to where he's going to interview other disgraced men who were toppled by the Me Too movement. Unnecessary. I'm giving this a flat right For away. Sure, I don't flat. have time. Time's up. Me Too. Any other hashtag that we want to use on this to shut this down before it even gets off the ground. Yeah, no, I think it's totally dead. I think 
I can't remember if it was Pop Culture Hour or if there was another podcast that was talking about how, you know, in the coming months, this summer, there might be this, like, emergence of all of this. The people, yeah. The people who are, you know. Like Matt Lauer trying to make a comeback. Basically, yeah. Like him leaving, his, him leaving his Hampton home. Matt Lauer's leaving his Hampton home. The Tesla Waters. Of, t- exactly. And, like, Louis C.K. has been in, seen in some comedy clubs. Not mm-hmm. doing anything yet, but, you know, like... Oh, now it's died down, you know, mm-hmm. like this movement has lost its steam, so I can now go and Get my rejoin, yeah, rejoin the human race. Um, I don't think it's going to be that easy for them, and I, I personally be. plan to ma- not make it that easy for them. Oh, uh, what uh, you going to do? <laughs> honey, I will be out picketing all, <laughs> all day long. Every comedy show, every newscast, he will be... Um, an anchor for Bearcat News, Matt Lauer, when I'm done with him. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I give this a total flat, too. I don't know whose idea this was, but they need to shut it down. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Um, go to jail. <laughs> go straight to jail. Yeah, no, this is most definitely a flat for me. Okay. Um, and finally, in our fizzer flat, Michelle Wolf, White House Correspondence oh, Dinner. Lord. Everything. Everybody's talking about this. Let me just Michelle say right Wolf. now, Michelle Wolf. I'll give it to you. I will give you I'll all give of the snaps, snaps, claps, and backflips in the Z world. formation. Right. Yes, because you funny. did that. She did do it. You did that. She was dope. You want to know what impressed me? I said, you want to know who, and forgive my language here, but you want to know when you were encountering a real bitch, when you can stand on that stage and look the person in their eyes and drag them. Yes. That's how you know that you are doing much. And you know I just finished right. uh, Handmaid's Tale. So when she said Aunt Lydia, I... <laughs> Died. I fell out. Died. I like to die when she said that. Um, Michelle Wolf, she most definitely killed that. Who They need to give Michelle Wolf Monique's deal from Netflix. <laughs> Whatever they was going to give Monique for Netflix, they give need to give to that Michelle to Michelle Wolf. Wolf. And then Monique just going to be even more mad for racial bias and color bias. But... Uh, racial bias and gender bias, and gender but bias, yeah. Um, she, yeah, it was it was really tight, quick. She kept it moving. It was good. I'm looking for like my favorite joke that she did about Sarah Huckabee. So the reason why everybody was really up in arms because they were saying that she talked about Sarah Huckabee's appearance and that was unprofessional, and a lot of people were upset about that. But and like every comedian in the world has come to Michelle's defense, like this is the White House correspondence dinner. That's number what we one, do. this is what we do. Number two, it's comedy. Number three, she did not insult uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' appearance. And number four, Sarah is a liar. This this is true. This is fact. And we've seen her get up on that podium time and time again and tell these lies from Donald Trump to be true, and it's not. And so, like, let's not turn this into a oh, she you know as a woman she commented on another woman's appearance and. That's, you know, no, she was, she talked about Donald Trump. She talked about the way he looks. She talked about, you know, other things. So let's not even go to that place. Let's not even get there. The fact of the matter is, is that she was there to do a job. And she did it and well. She, yeah, she did it well. And she came there and she and she made it happen. Um, Sarah Huckabee could be mad all she wants. Oh, she mad. Um, so Stay mad. No, when Michelle said something about taking, um, burning it and making it that smoky eye. smoky eye. Oh my gosh. If you haven't, go and please look at the clip. Just watch her um, monologue. It's amazing. It is. It's hilarious. And she talks about everybody else. You know, she talks about Kellyanne Conway. She was like, if a tree falls in the woods... Is there a way we could get Kellyanne Conway under it? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to hurt her. I just want her to be be really stuck. stuck. Yeah. (laughs) And Michelle talked about the way that she looked. Right. 
she was like, because Kellyanne Conway's like name was like perfect for her. She was like, it would be even better if my name was perfect for me. They would call me like curly hair with small tits or something yeah, like freckles that. Freckles with small tits. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So don't even. Yeah. Whoever came with that, you most. I'm giving you a flat. Um, and well, it was the chair of the White House Correspondence Committee we'll who was complaining. Then she backtracked after like. This, back this is the week of the backtrack, right. honey. Between her and Shania Twain. The backtrack is popping. You know, say what you mean and mean what you say and stand by it. Because when you backtrack, that just knows that you don't have a foundation to stand on with anything from yeah. So, I give this a total fizz, too. So, cool. Okay. I need a cigarette after that. No, that Whoa. was good. That was good. Like I said, I think closing out fizz or flat, the only thing I would put out there is... You know, I'm here for Meek Mill. I'm wanting to win. I do too. <sighs> we just have to, there's got to be some consistency because right now you're the person of the moment. But then like, how are you going to carry that forward? We need to propel that. You know, and it's like the same. I don't even want to compare him to like the Colin Kaepernick situation, but I'm just saying like what we need to make sure that you're using this notoriety that you're getting right now. Right. Because it's definitely not for your music. Slightly. And I would have just loved to see his first appearance not been a, at a basketball, basketball game. game, right? Like, like that's my thing. Like it was very frivolous. Let's, let's get this. Let's get to work. Right. That's what I would have liked to see. Yeah, I would like to see that too. So, all right, I'm done. Fizzed out. All right. <laughs> Like sand through an hourglass. Can you sing this one for me? No, what? How? Yes, can you sing these are the games? You are always want me to sing. You already Just, got me over here in this studio feeling like hustle and flow, sweating. <laughs> really, like, it's hard really out are. here for a Like get on that But no, um, no, get get with me next week. I'm gonna get with my vocal coach and see if we can come up with something. Get but, these vocals together. Do you, do you need, need practice? practice? <laughs> we are stupid but okay for the gaze of our lives which we know is our segment which we get to talk about issues um predominantly in the gay culture mm-hmm. um sometimes we give even gay black culture but for sure gay culture um this week a couple of things happened a couple of interactions i had with friends prompted the topic this week and i call this topic the week um the topic this week i call it the voice Um, but anyway, so with the voice, what I want to tackle today, Marcus, is I want to talk about gay men and our obsession with the way that we sound. If we sound too feminine or, if, you know, who Trying sounds masculine, masculine or, you know, those types of things. Um, two interactions I had uh, this week with two people who shall remain nameless uh, both talked to me about how they were on dates and... They heard their their date's voice, and it was a little bit of a it threw them off a little bit. Okay, um, and you know me always looking to kind of learn more and to pry more a little bit into it. I you know asked like, okay, you know, in what way did it throw you off? Was it super squeaky? Was it super pitchy? It was you know it's like he sounds fish or he sounds you know super effeminate or his voice is a little high pitched. Mm-hmm. I totally get it, and I've actually been guilty of it as well I when I'm too. meeting someone. Um, to have that idea of, you know, like that high pitch voice or that, that lisp or that, you know, that extra music to your talk. Um, I think 
it's it's unfortunate because I feel like we do miss out on a lot of great people because of that obsession. Uh, and that, you know, for the people who do talk like that, and, you know, I would even sometimes categorize myself in there because I, I feel like my voice can, like, fluctuate and mm-hmm. have super highs. Well, everybody's then, different. Yeah. You get comfortable around so, certain people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just, it's difficult because, you know, what does that say about us as a community? And then what what does it say about those people who are getting passed on just because of the way they, they sound? Well, I would say that as far as for the people who have or, or a person who has a high-pitched voice, I, they're definitely self-conscious about it and they know about it. Um, I've been guilty of doing something like that before um, because of what I was used to. And I had to really learn to broaden my horizon because people associate a a very deep manly voice with you know kind of alpha maleness or kind of a dominance a little bit and that's very attractive to a lot of gay men or just people in general I wouldn't even just say gay men you know and so they kind of maybe even provides a little bit of a status you know if you have a very commanding deep voice and something like that yeah for sure um it's very funny because if anybody's if you you've met my father my father has a voice like James Earl Jones. Yeah. It is a very does. deep voice. Very Darth Vader. I have inherited that deep voice. So I naturally have a deeper voice, but I found myself bringing my register up so that I am not necessarily all, all the way down here trying to talk, you know, mm-hmm. because to me that doesn't seem very natural, but I'm trying to read, I meet a very even keel or even tone. Um, when it comes to, you know, going on a date with somebody who has a higher pitched voice in the past, I have passed up on it because I'm Talk like, about mm, it. this is not for me. Sound very, you know, for lack of a better word, you sound very effeminate. And sound I had very to. gay. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's not OK. It's, it's, it's not, not okay. OK. It's not OK. And I've watched. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix called Do I Sound K? I've seen by it. By David Thorpe. Yeah, um, I watched it. It's a really good inside take about the kind of space or the headspace that we put ourselves in regarding our voices um, as gay men mm-hmm. and what that does to us subconsciously. And then this whole idea of um, causing us to code switch right. a little bit. Right. Of, you know, do I use my real voice? Do I use a different voice? Uh, in terms of when I'm on the phone or when I'm at a job interview, mm-hmm. what kind of voice am I giving or what am I, you know, what am I portraying to the exactly, other person? What am I trying to convince or like, and then that's to me, that breaks into being inauthentic, right. um, you know, disingenuine or maybe and, just and unsure. Those things. I think mm, you know, unsure about unsure, what though. insecure. You know, if your insecurity for sure. Natural speaking voice is a much higher, but you kind of bring it down a couple of registers when you're in an interview or you're on the phone and when you're meeting people, that could be an insecurity. You know, you're not quite sure if they're gonna judge you for the way that you sound. And so you try to be norm normal, quote unquote, whatever yeah. that is. You know, and so that that is a huge insecurity, I'm sure. No, I like I think speaking from personal experience as someone who um, has been mistaken for a woman over the phone hey. or has... It's never um, happened to me, unfortunately. No, probably not. I mean, you sound like Mufasa. <laughs> um, but for someone... You sound like Mufasa, but you have a Scooby-Doo laugh. 
So I think it's I, I just, hilarious. You know, you're you just, just full of cartoons. You can't just like leave it on the good note. You always <laughs> got to give a read. You always got to, you know, no, but that's a little just, sassy you know, ass comment. But that's the, the, okay. that is the magic of Marcus Drew Steele. And get so, into it. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, for me, I've always try to put myself in this place of being authentic and staying in who I am. And now for sure, even, you know, um, at 29, being very comfortable with my identity and who mm-hmm. I am, I've tried to not get into that place of being too sounding too effeminate or, or trying to uh, mark that right. or, or gauge like, you know, how, she, mm-hmm. yeah, do I sound okay? Or what, what does my voice sound like? Listening, even listening to this podcast, there's been moments of where I've put myself in that headspace of, oh, wow, wow, sis, you're giving a lot of fish there. Or like, you know, pull it back some. So I think it, it needs to be more of a, a conversation in terms of comfortability and checking ourselves mm-hmm. in those times where we are doing that, of where we feel the need to code switch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like I said, in the past, I now... You know, honey, I'm about to be 30. I could give two Fs to the wind about what anybody... I feel like that I have lived, you know, the majority of my life trying to please other people and Mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, oh, well, what are they going to think? Or what are they going to think about, you know? And, you know, this past couple of years, I've just been like, you know what? It's me. What? Take it or leave it. You know, if you don't like any part of it, there's the door. You know, it's very okay. Um, also when it comes to dating, you know, I've come to realize a lot more now, you know, at 28, 29 and, you know, going on 30, um, personality wins every time for me. You know I mean? Okay. Obviously looks plays a part and, you know, needless to say, you know, How if you, you have a higher pitch of sound, that is going to be noticeable. But to me now, it's not a X factor. It's not a... An automatic uh, deal breaker. And why is that? Because uh, <laughs> I know what you're getting there, <laughs> and I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You're very, very shady. I'm not <laughs> doing that at all. But no, I think like okay for me, and like I know because you you haven't had those experiences in terms of being um, mistaken for a woman, mistaken for a oh, woman, oh, or a, that's a man, Mari. <laughs> that's a man, Mari. <laughs> that's Mar- a man, Mari. Uh, but. In those, in those spaces, and I, because I just thought about, you know, that idea of checking yourself and, you know, this whole idea of code switching and you being inauthentic. But I think that there's also a defense mechanism as well, mm-hmm. that code switching that comes because we have to, in some cases, have that guard up uh, when we are navigating new and different spaces. Mm-hmm. So whether that be a job interview, whether that be a first date, I think that piece, that power of code switching does deserve, does serve as a defense mechanism that we use to kind of have a little bit of a security blanket and a little bit of a, um, just a, a as veil. a little bit of a barrier. Yeah. yeah a veil. A veil that you yeah, have over That you. I can just kind of have. And, you know, once I get more comfortable with you, then you'll get all of the this pops and <laughs> all of that. I think that there's totally a way to be professional sounding and still be yourself. You know, I mean, if you're talking in the business space, there's it's totally hard. a way of doing that. It's a little hard, but at the same time, you have to understand also, you know, you're going to be who you are. Like, and people are going to have to be okay with that. And, you know, you should never have to change who you are or how you sound, you know, to like 
appease somebody else, especially in the job space. I mean, it's difficult. You just have so, to be professional about it. And I think it also depends on your industry as well. That too. Um, because you know, I work with kids, and kids can be mean. They can. Kids, I, I I've seen them react because we do have a um. We have a guy that comes in to help with the kids um, in tutoring um, ever so often. And he does have a more um, effeminate sound, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I see how they react to him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's disheartening a little bit to kind of see that who he is just being himself. That is just who he is. That's, right. you know, no apologies. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's hard to navigate that, the voice. Hmm. Um, well, we want to know what y'all think then. Yeah. I mean, is code switch? So, I guess my question, you, you tell me what your question is going to be. Is code switching a bad thing or a good thing? Or is there something in between that is sort of like a medium ground mm-hmm. when you're dealing with dates and the workplace? I think, and I mean, mind you, I'm talking through this, as, I'm thinking through this as I speak. To me, code switching has always been key to survival. Like, especially for been, a black person. As, yeah, for, uh, I mean, a black person as well as a gay person, any type of minority, though that code switching is always, you, you do it because you have to be there in terms of mainstream. So mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think it's necessary and you, you have to have it. Okay. Uh, so. Do you have a question to pose to anybody before we wrap this Gaze of Our Lives segment? Not necessarily. Well, yeah, I guess this is a question. If someone checked all of the things on your list um, of, you know, what you desire and, you know, things, but they had that, they their voice in terms of Randy Jackson or Paula Abdul was a little pitchy. Um, <laughs> it's what, a pitchy for me, dog. It's a little pitchy it's for me, dog. It's a little pitchy for me, dog. But would you be able to see past that? Um, and I'm not talking about just like, oh, it's a little pitchy. Like, I'm talking about it's a full octave. It's a full than, octave. Like, well, I mean, so let's answer that really quickly. Would you, would that for you? If they had everything else mm-hmm. and they was just giving me all types of girl, uh, mm, I want to say yes, but I don't know. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I, it's a very tough. Um, it would, it would, I think it would be based on interaction. There needs to be a little bit more work and development on my, on my part in mm-hmm. order to do that. Right. That's interesting. <laughs> so, so here's the question for you listeners out there. What Trent basically said, um, is that a deal breaker? You know, if they, if a potential love interest had everything that you were looking for, but they had a higher pitched voice, is that a deal breaker for you? Let us know in the yeah. comments on Instagram or on, you know, the iTunes page. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to know. It's real. It's real out here. Okay. We're moving on. This is the voice. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. All right. We're moving on to our last segment. It is the reading rainbow. I miss LeVar Burton. I miss reading Rainbow. I miss LeVar. Why? I mean, he was just a good all-around guy. Before there was Car- Carlton Banks, there was LeVar Burton. 
I liked him on Star Trek. And I like LeVar way better than I like Alfonso Ribeiro. So. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, Alfonso's dead to me, really. Okay. I can't remember what he did or what he said that threw me off, but... We don't have the time to go into what he did to you. He must have slept with your he man. He must have slept with my man. <laughs> but we do not have Come the time on, to really that. get into that. But for this Reading Rainbow segment, it's very short. We just want to talk about the amazingness that is... Melania Trump dismissing Donald Trump's hand-holding at every attempt possible. Um, this has been going on since the pre- since he got to the White House. I'm not even... If you've noticed, I don't refer to him as president or the presidency or anything. I call him Donald J. Trump. Disrespectful. And, and for that, he will stay. Um, but this past week, you know, things kept going even more because Melania was out here in the uh, in the Rose Garden or whatever it was in this all white getting formation Beyonce inspired. What was that? Outfit. Who told her to put that on? I told you she's about to leave him. She's getting information. She I don't spent, think she's gonna leave. She him. spent a night in her room listening to Lemonade, and she built up the courage to be like, "Okay, I'm gonna do no, it. I'm gonna I do it. I'm gonna do it." That what she's trying to suck herself her. out and do it, and like he keeps trying to hold her hand, and she keeps flattening it or swatting it away. She's had enough. Let okay, <laughs> she's not bitter. She's mad as hell. No, okay? I don't think she's there yet. I think, yeah, I mean, there might be some instances where she does get upset at Donald, and she, he, she does all of this whole, you know, this very immature kind of "I'm not holding your hand" those types of things. Like, no one has. Where is Laura Bush? Where is Michelle Obama? Like, who has someone enroll her in the school of first lady? No, they actually liked their husband. (laughs) She does not like him. I guarantee you when he is out of the White House, I promise you they will not be together. Mark my words on April 30th, 2018 at 8.30 p.m. Melania Trump and Donald Trump will not last. People over here talking about formation. To me, she looked like the Kentucky Colonel and all that damn white. Okay, now you're being really mean. No, I'm not being mean. I'm just being truthful. She gave me the Colonel. The Reba McIntyre Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and put on a white hat. She looked like the slave master from uh, Beloved. That's what she looked like. She was she when you got a, a press conference at noon, but the Kentucky Derby at five. Come on, <laughs> talk about it. I mean, she That's was dressed for the women's auxiliary board <laughs> at church. They night in white um, event. That's what she had on. Or when you got to be in the rose garden at noon, but then you're shooting the first wives club at, at midnight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't know, know me. me, but I think for this is the thing with Melania, and this is the thing with. Donald Trump. I think that they're going to con- their marriage is going to last for sure. No, it is not. While he is in the White House, for sure. It well, is. okay, in the White, they have she has no choice. She's being yeah. held against her will. She signed a contract. It is unheard of. The like she signed a contract. A first, I mean, well, I, the, and let me take this back because unheard ofness is out the window because we're right. getting new stuff every day. Donald here. Trump in the White House that would be unheard of. But, but no. right, but the first woman, the first lady, has never like divorced the president. And so, even after he slept with a woman and had sexual relations, Hurricane with Stormy, everybody, right? I'm talking about the Clintons, honey. She, oh, okay. oh. talk about it. Come on, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's never been that instance. So, Does, um, that would I agree with you on that? That will not happen. But the minute that they step out of that White House, because he will not get a second term. Knock on wood, <laughs> it, right? Knock on wood. I just she's bouncing. 
She's yeah. gonna be like Lady Gaga and Beyonce in the Hello, Hello, Baby, caught up in here. But I just couldn't imagine that. I mean, you have one of the cushiest positions in the world. Like, but what is your sanity worth? Mm. What is your sanity worth? Yeah, is it? I mean, you could you have all of this at your disposal and your resources, but if you were unhappy, what is your sanity worth? Yeah, is it worth staying through all of that? What is no? And you know what? Better yet, question because I'm maybe just not. I'm not there. What is Melania Trump doing? Nothing with her position. Nothing. Like I know Laura Bush. She had the read thing. Um, her Michelle Obama had the let's get moving thing. Melania's is all about cyberbullying, like social cyberbullying. So but... is she just doing that on Twitter. She like counseling kids <laughs> on Facebook. Like what is she doing? Nothing. The, all I know is that her her project is cyberbullying but no her project husband. is all these fashions that she's trying to put on with this white and, and, and hats and things like that let's get to real work because if you if you put your time and energy into that you don't have the time to hold his hand in the rose garden like let's get let's get to work sis i would let's see that you're gonna be seeing you're gonna be looking forever yeah well that's that's unfortunate I don't know. Because Bill Clinton would at least had a... Uh, Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. He would have had a Cheetahs Anonymous support group or something like that. He would have had something going for the Stop community. It. Okay. That's all I have for reading Rainbow. I just wanted to... I feel like, you know, Donald Trump is the Arthur meme with his fist balled up. <laughs> That's Donald Trump. That is Because she's not upset. holding his hand. That's all I got for reading. So childish. So childish. Melania, grow up and do some work. Melania, do you, boo-boo. You didn't ask for this. You didn't ask to be put in this position. You didn't ask to be first lady. You didn't think he was going to win. She didn't. I don't think she... She she was like, oh. Oh, word? She didn't think she was going to have to give that speech. Right. She (laughs) said, oh, what? She said, let me get some cliff notes on this speech, and I'm going to just go... For what I know. She said, um, Alexa, I'm going to be first lady. I don't know about I don't that. Know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's what Melania did. Oh, God. I can't with you. All right. Um, that's all I have. Do you have, what did you learn from this week's episode? What did I learn? i tell you what I learned. I learned that Melania is getting information. Um, Kanye West is over, apparently, or needs to see a therapist or something. Um, and who knows if we'll ever watch the ending of Scandal. <laughs> right. I learned that Melania Trump needs to take a page out of Kim Kardashian's book in terms of standing by your man, even when you know he's dead ass wrong. Okay. Um, I also learned that um, I may have some bias in terms of code switching that I really need mm. to do some work on. I might need y'all to come fix my life because that is something that I wish I didn't have and I really want to take a deeper look into. Maybe we'll get her to do a group session That's and just invite all our friends over right. and look, let her and give us a not on my watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. Because you do it to her, you do it to me. Boom. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening so much. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Cold Pop Show. Yep. And you can also follow me on social media on all platforms: Twitter, Instagram. You know, I'm 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 dabbling on Facebook. I post stuff professionally, but I'm mainly on Twitter and Instagram at Marcus Drew Steele with the E on the end. What about you? If you want to get at me, get me on IG at Trenton Rashad. Mm. So no more Twitter. 
Twitter. I don't be getting on that child. I don't have time. Okay. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can. Trenton RD is my Twitter handle, but child, it might it's, it's gonna take me five to seven business days to respond to you, honey. <laughs> Get me on IG. Oh God! All right, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you guys next week. Yes, thank you for grabbing a glass of cold pop. Bye. Man, I feel like a woman. I'm still recording. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye, y'all.